Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein, or Andrew, as my mum used to say when I hadn't cleaned my room and it was really dirty. She'd go, Andrew, your pants are still on the floor. Anyway, <clears throat> we start the podcast with evening's Premier League action after Wolves beat Arsenal, Sheffield United beat West Brom, my goodness, Palace beat Newcastle, and Manchester United smashed Southampton at home. Full-time at Old Trafford on a crazy night. Manchester United 9, nine man Saints 0. What do you think how it feels? I don't know what, what this question should mean, but it's OK. I can handle this. Um, again, one man down after three minutes. 90 minutes can be very long. When you're going at 10 men, sometimes you can hang on, but not when you've got 90 minutes to go. Mike Dean has shown straight red to Alexandra Jankovic on his debut for Southampton. Scott McTominay on the receiving end. And he had so many injuries, Hassan Hurtle. That was always going to be. But not credit United. Still got to score nine. Still got to keep going. They could have stopped at five, could have stopped at six. But they were broken. Absolutely broken, Southampton. The second time. Just over a year, right? 13 months. To, con- to, to get thumped 9 but look they come back from it before no doubt yeah. again. yes we did it once and we must do it again it's, it's hard to, to speak about that uh, a few days it will take and then we come back he's shown a straight red to Bednarik and it's going to be a penalty for Manchester United there didn't seem to be much of a connection at all that's putting it mildly I understand why Mike Dean's given it I yeah, can see me that too. Marshall's gone down time, yeah. Marshall thinks there's going to be contact he's waiting for it he's dragged his leg there's no contact and he's gone down right well from one angle certainly what we looked at it, I wonder whether we actually saw the whole incident there's, that, there's so many angles there you can look at say it's no contact it's a dive no penalty yellow card Marshall play on with the game that will get overturned. The results came tonight. We, we bounced back after a defeat where we felt we should have won that game as well. So we're improving and that's the message. We, we're going to improve and we, we're going to keep improving. That's what we're working on. We have to try to find uh, our uh, form, the combination, relationships, the mojo. That is some night. That is some game. That is some turnaround from Wolverhampton Wanderers. Mikel Arteta will be absolutely devastated with the way that game slipped through Arsenal's fingers. Should have been 3 or 4 nil up. That's clear. The way we play you have to kill the opponents when you have uh, the opportunities that we have we didn't David Luiz as well was sent off for clipping Jose and giving the penalty away I have a little bit of sympathy with David Luiz because it's a clash of legs I don't think he's deliberately pulled him down by the letter of the law because he, it's not a genuine attempt to play the ball which it wasn't and he stopped an obvious goal scoring opportunity which it was by the letter of the law he's got to walk I've been looking at it in different angles 
10 different times and I'm standing here I, I cannot tell you with which part David touches um, the opponent Pivotal moment that changed the game is the penalty that gave us uh, the belief that uh, we could go for the second half and, and chase the game Sheffield United 2 West Bromwich Albion 1 handshake between two big pals down on the bench Sam Allardyce beaten by Chris Wilder We deserved it in a tight game and we worked hard and we did the right things we were more us We've showed in the two or three years that I've, that, that I've been here and we've got to let ourselves go. That's what I said to the players at half-time. It's no good you know, thinking about the game away from here t- tonight or tomorrow morning and could I have done this or should I have done that. Both our goals, unfortunately for me, could have been avoided and um, again we pay the penalty for just small moments of concentration that lapses and that's this level for you. This Premier League level will always punish you uh, when, uh, when you're like that and it's an unbelievable experience for some of these players because um, that, that much Premier League experience now they know what it's all about. Who's going to take the game by the scruff of neck? Are we going to go and go after this 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 firm and see if we can get a, get a result and put them on the back foot and see if we can really put big pressure on West Brom in the second part of the game and, and and we did and delighted that we come up with a, a result. Our tributes have been paid to Captain Sir Tom Moore after the fundraiser sadly passed away yesterday, aged 100. The World War II veteran had inspired the nation during a difficult time, having raised nearly £33 million for the NHS while walking laps of his garden. This is how we paid our respect to a national hero, Captain Tom. I find it extraordinary that at the start of April, last April, nobody knew who he was apart from those in his inner circle, those, those people in his world. And then by the end of April, by the time he did reach... His 100th birthday uh, on April the 30th. The whole country knew him. And not just that, the whole country had been inspired by him. And I think that it was a time when we were all really on the floor. We got told uh, we got the opportunity to speak to Captain Tom Moore um, and we could get five minutes with him because he's obviously, he loses his concentration after five to ten minutes. Do you know something, Aid? I spoke to him and his daughter uh, did the interview. The interview lasted 25 minutes. It is essential that we keep going with all the games that we can. Things will get better. I was chatting to him and his daughter, did the interview, and then I spoke to him for another 20 minutes once the interview had finished. When the nation needs a leader, he steps up. I don't think anybody realised how much this guy affected all of us and how much positivity he, he gave everybody. I do believe that there's an incentive for all of us to look for, look out for the people who are lonely in the future things will get certainly will get better just by walking up and down his garden building up to his 100th birthday last april trying to hit his own target of raising one thousand pounds he ended up raising up to 40 million for the nhs captain sir tom moore he showed a spirit that lifted us all in the early weeks and months of the first lockdown Now, after Deli Alley didn't secure a move to PSG in the transfer window, Darren Bent recalled the time when he was at Spurs when a late deal was supposed to be going through. But first, old Benty spoke about how Deli will be dealing with the news. Daniel Levy didn't want to be made to look stupid. Tottenham at the minute are not going along very, very well. He goes over to PSG, he starts ripping it up, playing really well, which I think he would have done. He would have gone into the team, played really well. People would have said, well, hold on a second, why have you let him go? Like, you've let him go, we're not doing very well, why not play him? So Daniel Levy's quite clever at that, he's quite shrewd, he's thinking, well, he, he kind of covers all bases. Rather than me send him over there to a manager who was loved 
by the Spurs fans, first and foremost, sending one of our best players, because Dele Alli, for me, is still one of their best players. He goes over there, plays very, very well, and, and everyone starts to go, well, Daniel Levy, again, don't know what you're doing, don't know what you're talking about. This this is why these situations happen. So for me, I'm, I'm sad for Dele Alli because I want him to play football. How are you feeling if you're Dele Alli this morning? Frustrated annoyed at the end of my second season at Spurs when I knew Harry didn't want me even though Harry played me towards the end of the season it was obvious that he wanted me to move on because I think he wanted to bring in Peter Crouch what he has to do Darren is don't let his football do the talking he's scoring goals get on with it keep scoring goals all year get in the World Cup squad whatever good luck to him not a problem so I was like that's fair enough we were scheduled to go to China or Hong Kong on pre-season and I'm on the plane and all day I'm saying well there's no point me going because I'm going to sign for Sunderland and even Harry was saying yeah that's right that's right but Daniel said you've got to go I was like okay so we get on the plane now the door, the door shut and then the chief exec I can't remember his name at the time he comes running back and going oh Darren you can get off the plane now I think a, a deal's been done what? so oh, exactly so I'm sitting on the plane the doors are shut and then they say oh no uh, Darren you can get off the plane now because um, I think the deal with Sunderland has been done so you don't have to come to Hong Kong or China the deal did not get done until they got back if you can you remember I sent that tweet out the night about uh, will Daniel Levy stop you know. Tell us about it. <laughs> I can't really say it on air what I, I tweeted, but this is the frustration. It's because I thought the deal would have been done and you're talking two weeks later because they went for 10 days. I'm sitting in my house doing nothing. I can't go up to Sunderland. I'm not allowed. I can't train. But for two weeks, I'm just sitting there in limbo because Daniel wow. Levy is black picking the bones out of this deal. Back now to my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, where last night we had on the show Chelsea legend and villa number two, JT, known to his friends as JT. We've recruited really well this summer. The manager's made some really good signings. Like you say, Matty Cash, Emmy, Ollie Watkins, Ross has come in. I mean, we've got some some real talent, Bertrand Traore as well, along with the talent, by the way, that we already have, and, and Jack being, being a massive part of that as well. But defensively, we've looked very good. Going forward, we always look a threat. And I've said it kind of from the start, I think we're really exciting to watch. So for a neutral, I, I would say we're probably everyone's favourite yeah, team at the moment. Let me ask you, because you've got basically two games on everyone else. If you win those two games, do you think there's every chance Aston Villa can stay up? No, I'm only joking. <laughs> do you think... <laughs> do you, what's what's the aim for Aston Villa? Because it's, Jason come up with the, the best phrase for it at the beginning of the season where football's drunk. And you, you've seen we've had, what, nine different teams lead the Premier League at the moment. I think anything and everything can happen. Is there real belief that Aston Villa could get European football at the end of the season, JT? Listen, who knows? With, with the way the league is this year, everyone can beat everyone. Like I say, we're we're a really attacking team, but also at the back end of the pitch, we're looking really solid as well. So, listen, who knows? It's been some good additions added to the squad and, and we're very comfortable where we're at at the moment. Who knows where that's going to take us by the end of the season? Now, on breakfast, Ian the Moose Abrahams questioned why West Ham United haven't signed a striker after selling one in the window. With, with respect to Mikel Antonio, he's a wide man that's been converted into a striker. Mm-hmm. A good one, but he's not an out-and-out striker. And the one thing, sadly, he is, is he's injury-prone. You've got a whole month to make sure you get another striker in. There are strikers out there. Olivier Giroud has been unhappy for seasons um, at Chelsea. You know, West Ham have been linked with him nearly every single transfer window. You know, West Ham were linked with Josh King. They offered 13 million quid last summer. He went to Everton yesterday for peanuts, or a very small part of that anyway. West Ham are a Mikel Antonio injury away from the whole season just becoming a, you know, a sort of, well, you know, 12th or 13th. Whoopee. So ahead of West Ham's game tonight against the Villa in the old Claret and Blue Derby. No one's ever called it that before. We sent Moosey off to speak to the Irons manager, 
David Moyes. Having told Seb Haller, did you not think West Ham really needed an out-and-out number nine in January? And what, in terms of a rebuild, are you thinking? Well, I think you've got to remember, you'll remember it better than most. You know, the club spent £200 million. I think you'd have been one of the ones who was saying, this is great, we're going places. And it's actually not worked that well. So I think that when you talk about recruitment and who you bring in, you have to get it right. Now, we brought in uh, Suchek, Kufal, Bowen, Ben Rama. So I want to try and add to that and I want to continue to make it better. So what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to sign players, which Ian and you will know more than I. You're a West Ham supporter who've just come in really to really appease people and make it right. So the owners have been great. The money's there, the Seb Howard money's there if I, if I chose to spend it. We tried, but overall, the players who we wanted to add to the, the players we've brought in and the type of players we've brought in weren't available. Now, Jurgen Klopp has been speaking to the media ahead of Liverpool's game with Brighton tonight. Klopp, he spoke about their new signings, Ben Davis and Ozan Kabak. Who? who Ozan? No, never heard of him. Oh, Klopp, he's been keeping an eye on him for a year. No, he hasn't, because he's been happy with his three centre-halves till they got injured. And he spoke about why they're both ready to make the step up at Anfield. Both have experience on us on on their on their level. They've played a lot of games in adult football. Um, yes, Ozan is pretty young, but that makes it really special because he had this experience and 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 with with David and with Ben, it's the same and different pathway. But I like that. That's football. That's it's not. You don't need to um, watch a Hollywood movie to to see these kind of stories. In football, it's possible as well. Yesterday at Preston, today at Liverpool. So that's a nice story already. And um, uh, now I, I really I can't wait to start working with the boys because, again, I'm I'm a big um, fan of of chances and, and giving opportunities and, and, and giving chances. And so this is an absolute chance for for the club, for us as a team, and for the boys as well. Now, England bowler Geoffrey Archer, not Joffa, has been speaking to the media with less than two days to go until England's tour of India gets underway, with every ball live and exclusive on TalkSport 2 from Friday morning. Geoffrey Joffa said he's ready for another few months in the bubble, but not afraid to admit it if it gets too much. I don't have a choice, really. <laughs> I don't have a choice. Um, I don't mind, to be honest, because I know that I will get my time away, so I'm just going to focus on the job at hand now. And if it does get a bit too overbearing, there's no shame in, in, in saying that. I think Spoons has said it as well, you know. If you ever feel that you, you, you haven't enough, then just come and tell him. But from right now, I think I'm good to go. As Archer is in. Oh, that's an absolute beauty. And he's nicked off the Elgar. He's taken the glove. Humans are social people, and things get a bit hard, especially if you're not having a great game or if you're not feeling good within your cricket, you know, there's no escape, there's no way to go. So I think the ECB's made made it really great, giving people myself, I had six weeks away, you know, so they're making it making it a priority. Everyone gets away and time away so that we can come back refreshed and, and ready to go. Now back to my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, where, of course, I'm alongside Jason Victor Valdez-Cundy. This should come out on on CD if we get this. This is the this should be the greatest ever round. Okay, Jay, good okay. luck. Are you ready? Go, go, so nervous. Come on. Right. Okay. Uh, you have them in town centres and they have big necklaces on, and uh, they're the, like this one of London as well. Uh, Mayor. Right. That is that's his last syllable, the last name. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, opposite of Goody. Baddie. Yeah. Uh, opposite of Cell. Bye. Right. That's his surname. 
right? And his first name is, uh... What have you got? You could get I've, it. I've got Boy, May... No, no, no. Mayor, Baddy, Boy. Oh, hold on. Baddy's the first bit. Baddy? Yeah. Baddy... And then what you got next? Ma- mayor. No. Baddy, my... Baddy, by Mayor. Yeah. Baddy, by Mayor. Yeah. You can get this, Jay. Hold on, <laughs> You can get it. You can get it. I don't think. Daddy by Mayor. Oh, my Baddy goodness, you've Baddy. got it. Is it Adam Ayo? Oh, yeah! yeah! Oh my goodness! Baddy by Mayor! Well done! Well done! Extraordinary game. I don't know. Well done. Well done. Billy, what was the score? Eight. Eight nil nil. Eight zip! That's the greatest game ever. Oh my word! Remember this for the Christmas edition. Yeah. Wow. That, That was unbelievable, wasn't it? Now, before I go, let me tell you about some live stuff you can hear on TalkSport tonight from 7pm. It kick off with Hugh Wizencroft. That's on TalkSport. Of course, around the grounds, every goal as they go in. And live commentary exclusive on TalkSport 2 from 7.45. It's Brentford v Bristol City. Thanks again for listening on Acast, Spotify, Apple Pods. I'm back, of course, on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar from 10pm tonight, taking your calls with the fun boy after all those games and more. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Toolsport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for downloading, thanks for listening, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.